0: What's good, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. How we doing? Let's get right into this episode. Alright, so one of the major topics of the last couple hours that have been circulating around the internet, uh, Miami Heat player Myers Leonard, um, apparently, well not even apparently, he just like basically said an anti-Semitic slur during a Twitch uh, video game stream last night and essentially it got a lot of like retweets and shit like that and now he's going to have to be away from the sport that gives him a livelihood just because he basically made a mistake so obviously as a Jewish person like myself I'm not like a huge religious person at all but like it's something that as a jewish person like certain words go back to the times of the holocaust and things like that so due to the fact that the ownership of the miami heat the arison family they're a jewish family and there's a large Jewish community in Florida and especially in South Florida stuff like that so they basically said that in a statement from the Miami Heat the Miami Heat vehemently condemns the use of any form of hate speech the team's statement said The words used by Myers Leonard were wrong, and we will not tolerate hateful language from anyone associated with our franchise to hear from Miami Heat players, especially disappointing and hurtful to all those who work here, as well as the larger South Florida, Miami Heat, and NBA communities. And then Myers Leonard would go on Instagram and... Basically apologized and he says, I am deeply sorry for using an anti-Semitic slur during a live stream yesterday. While I didn't know what the word meant at the time, my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not an excuse. And I was just wrong. I am now more aware of its meaning and I'm committed to properly seeking out people who can help educate me about this type of hate. And how we can fight it. Yeah. Okay. I acknowledge and own my mistake. And there's no running from something like this. That is so hurtful to someone else. This is not a proper representation of who I am. And I want to apologize to the Arisons, my teammates, coaches, front office, and everyone associated with the Miami Heat organization, to my family, to our loyal fans, and to others in the Jewish community who I have hurt. I promise to do better and know that my future actions will be more powerful than my use of this board. So this is a really fucked up situation and Already, like, he was, like, doing a lot of, like, gaming and shit, like, on, like, his own time. So, companies such as Scuff Gaming, which makes, like, a lot of, like, special controllers for Xbox and PlayStation gaming and shit. And Origin PC, which is a gaming computer company. They ended their relationships with Leonard since this. So, that just proves that the... Um, There was no tolerance for something like this. And my reaction to it, I was honestly, like, kind of taken aback by it just because, like, a basketball player should probably know better than not that he's on a live mic when he's, like, doing shit like that. So... If you're going to say it, you should probably be more cautious about where you're saying it and on certain platforms and shit like that because like, as a professional athlete, they should be held to the highest standard and that is just one of the worst things that you could say about a Jewish person. Uh, obviously, the Arison family had no tolerance for it. And they had to do something about it. And. Yeah, it was not a good feeling as a Jewish person to see hate expressed towards. Somebody, even though it was probably just like a reaction from him playing Warzone, which is completely understandable. But like, you got to be more cautious about how you act, especially when it's being broadcasted around the fucking world. So. This was his ninth NBA season, and obviously he's been media trained before. So like, this is kind of bullshit. So. This might be a death sentence for him in the NBA. But uh, that's some consequences that he's going to have to face. Anyway, moving on. So, the Brooklyn Mets have now become one of the biggest threats to the defending champion, Los Angeles Lakers. And the rest of the Western Conference. With the addition of Blake Griffin. And apparently Andre Drummond. Is heading to Brooklyn also. I don't think that there's going to be. A chance if Kevin Durant. Stays healthy. And Kyrie. And James Harden keep producing. Like how they have. With the additions of Blake Griffin. Like they'll. Be able to get points off of his offensive capabilities. DeAndre Jordan, obviously, him and Blake, with the history that they've had on the Clippers back in the day, and having a great point guard like James Harden and Kyrie on the floor. Like it's they're gonna be exciting to watch. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But they're definitely adding the pieces that they need to make a playoff run, and especially in this season, they got to make the best of every single game. They got to win, and they got to be the best that they can fucking be. But they're going to be way better with these players, especially on the defensive end with Andre Drummond on the inside, like, with him and DeAndre Jordan, like, the Nets should be playing a lot better and defending guys from driving on them and hopefully play better perimeter defense. So, yeah, the Nets are definitely going to be scary. Hopefully the Knicks can continue... They're winning ways. They play tomorrow against the Bucks in Milwaukee, eight o'clock. Right now the Knicks are 19 and 18 on the year. Brooklyn is 24 and 13. And they're a half game out of first place in the Eastern Conference, right behind the 76ers. And Brooklyn plays the Celtics tomorrow, and that's a big game. And the Knicks really need the Nets to win for once. And if they beat the Celtics and the Knicks win, we'll be tied. Oh, it actually will be off half game. So, yeah, we need the Nets to beat the Celtics tomorrow. And tonight, there are two games on in the return from the All-Star break. Washington is in Memphis. And San Antonio is in Dallas tonight. Only two games on tonight. But that's enough basketball talk. And let's get right into some football news. So russell wilson is really unhappy in seattle and he wasn't um, included in the season ticket holder letter and basically he's been expressing a lot of interest basically trying to get the hell out of seattle he doesn't feel like they deserve him anymore and deshaun watson feels a similar way about the houston texans they both want to get the fuck out of there and respect to both of those teams and <laughs> peace out. That's pretty much their main objective at the end of the fucking day. So they deserve to be able to move on. They've been in their respective cities for their whole careers and they should be able to express their interest in free agency or get traded to a team that they find desirable. And it best suits them. So they should both be able to get out of there. But Houston has said that they don't want to get rid of Deshaun Watson. So I guess we'll have to see what happens. But Russell Wilson is trying to sabotage everything. And apparently, that's the way that you could get your way now in the NFL or any league if you don't want to be on a certain team. So that's that. Uh, after challenging for the, uh, the title the other night against Amanda Nunes, Megan Anderson is no longer under UFC contract, uh, probably because they saw that she wasn't really a title threat to Amanda Nunes, and she might have just not been under contract anymore. They sometimes just sign fighters to, like, three fight deals. So, she could have been on her last fight, and they gave her a title fight. But, yeah, that's unfortunate for her. So, a little bit more UFC news. Uh, Israel Adesanya basically said that he's waiting for the winner of Marvin Vittori versus Darren Till in the middleweight division. And he'll fight, like, the winner of that. He really wants to fight Darren Till. And I think we really want to see that. And, yeah, the lead-up to that fight would be insane just because they both have very unique personalities. And Darren Till is a very fiery competitor from England Israel, obviously, has his own style. So, looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Uh, another key factor in the lightweight division for Islam Makhachev, he might be like transplanted right into the top five after his performance. Obviously, because Habib is his coach and has ties to him. And he has the talent to back it up. And he's finally getting the opportunities to show the world what he's capable of. And I wouldn't be surprised. And I heard Brendan Schaub say on Below the Belt, which is a very popular UFC podcast, if you've never heard it, highly recommend. He basically said that just because of who he is and his talent level he should be able to be fighting like a top five guy the next time because he's not really being pushed to his capabilities he's very tough competitor and he hasn't really been pressured that much and didn't really need too much of his wrestling base against drew dober and basically was able to take him down and choke him out And that was pretty much that. So, they basically said that this kid could be the lightweight champion within a year. He could be challenging for the title if he wins like two more times, probably. So, that's how much hype he has because Habib is one of the best coaches... And he's making such a seamless transition to the role of being a head coach in the corner of a fighter. And that's great to see for him. Obviously, that might have been his his calling like his father was to him. He could be that for the new age of Russian fighters. And obviously, he's such a legend in that part of the world. And he is the legend of the sport. And I guess we'll have to see if he ever fights again. But if he doesn't, he could be one of the better head coaches of the sport just based on his knowledge level and stuff along those lines. So that was brought up on Ariel Helwani's podcast with Daniel Cormier. They basically said that Habib could be up for coach of the year this year just because he was able to uh, coach his brother Umar and Islam Makachev, among other fighters and he's obviously such a knowledgeable guy and he has respect for his opponents to some regard. Obviously he has a certain mentality to him that he doesn't fear anyone, obviously he's wrestled bears and shit, so yeah, Habib is definitely one of the better coaches, and he basically has done that just by helping out the guys that he basically has brought up through the sport, and they're all fucking insane fighters, and they all have great potential so that's my two cents about that. And then this weekend, we got a pretty good main event. A fight night. Balaam Muhammad taking on Leon Edwards. This was supposed to be Hamza Shamaya at first, Leon Edwards, but obviously that can't happen right now. And we hope that. Shemaev gets better. Obviously, he's an exciting fighter and was on the rise last year. And he was looking pretty unstoppable. And we were looking forward to this fight. But Bilal Muhammad, he won a couple weeks ago. And hopefully, he's able to uh, produce a pretty good fight. And it's a main event. So he's getting an opportunity so he could build his name in the sport even further. So, that's this weekend. And then, in a few weeks, yeah, it's a few weeks at this point, we got UFC 260, Stipe Miocic versus Francis Ngannou for the second time. And, yeah, looking forward to seeing this. Francis Ngannou is a scary guy, and he has knockout power at any moment's notice. And Stipe is more of a technical kind of kickboxing wrestler. And he's a tough dude and he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. So that's going to be a crazy fucking fight. Also on that card, Brian Ortega challenging for the featherweight title against Alexander Volkanovski. Looking forward to this fight. It's going to be a crazy striking fight. And... Brian Ortega has an insane background in jiu-jitsu, so this could go in a few ways. And Volkanovski is a savage, so we haven't seen him fight in quite some time after he beat Max Holloway last summer. So that should be a crazy fight as well. And then Sean O'Malley also fights Thomas Almeida on that card also. That's, uh, that's a pretty good fight card. Looking forward to seeing Sean O'Malley fight. I don't think I'm buying this fucking fight card, though. Because I kind of got let down. But the last few fight cards that I bought, I'm honestly saying, like, UFC needs to make it, like, 50 or 60 dollars instead of 70 every time because it's just like every couple of weeks like it's like we have an espn plus subscription like that does nothing like it doesn't give us any discount like it's expensive to be a ufc fan i think i saw something that said that it's like 1200 dollars a year if you want to buy every single pay-per-view <laughs> like that adds up like especially in times like this like you need to be saving some money uh, but this week for Supreme, they're doing a Nike collaboration and they're releasing some like puffy jackets, reversible, has like the Nike print and Supreme branding on it and has like some Nike snakeskin logo, not really feeling it. They kind of put that on everything. For some reason, I don't know what's good with the snakeskin type vibe. Like, I don't really understand. But some of the stuff is fire. They have, like, hoodies. And then they have sweatpants that match it and beanies. So Nike collab with Supreme this week probably not going for anything realistically <laughs> so i didn't get anything important from the kith collab with the notorious big i tried but fucking bots man they're getting everything these days like it's like not even like fair <laughs> i tried to get the fucking t-shirt with the hypnotized box logo and basically was sold out like as i try to check out so they're getting a little bit trickier with how they're doing their captures and they're making you like answer certain questions they like said like the notorious big and you had to write notorious in the thing to like kind of like deter bots, I guess, but, like, obviously didn't really help, uh, I just got an ashtray (laughs) that had the Ready to Die logo with the Kif logo on it, obviously that's useful for someone like me, and, yeah, but, yeah, I was kind of pissed about that, I was trying to pick something up from that, but, you know, we've been taking some L's, uh, like, I got, like, one dub in like the last like week unfortunately i hit on a pair of the palace stan smiths and a palace t-shirt basically to match it that's an adidas like co-branded palace shirt so like that's like a pretty fire fit like if i just like need a fit but it's not like that was like hyped up like the Supreme dunks or anything. I was trying to get that, so Supreme's kind of redeeming themselves this week in a little way by fucking releasing this collection with Nike, even though it's not really that far. But eh. I digress. It's getting fucking annoying to be a hype beast, and I'm not really even a hype beast. I just fucking have a sick collection. And I only go after certain things, too. I don't go after fucking everything. I take certain weeks off. And that's basically the way that you gotta go about it. Because, like, otherwise you're just gonna have a lot of, like, bricks. And bricks are essentially items that don't have any resale potential. And they just sit there. Like a brick. Like little baby... Brick in the free throw at that celebrity game for All-Star Weekend. <laughs> uh, but knowing me, I'll still probably go for a hoodie or something this week for Supreme. I'm a hypocrite. Uh, when it always comes down to it, i like, fuck. It's like, could resell it. Eventually, it might have some value. Who knows? It's kind of the way that I look at copping a lot of stuff. You kind of just add it to the collection, and then basically, like stock, it goes up or down depending on the hype for it. So that's basically that. I don't really know why I just explained all of that, but I'm pretty elevated right now. So. One of my boys sent to me a picture of Travis Scott and Future, apparently, cooking up something. Really hope that we get some new music from Travis soon. Hope Utopia doesn't drop, like, too soon from now, but I need some singles. Hopefully, we get it for, like, the summer. That will be fucking tight. Uh, yeah cacti his drink it drops the 15th i'm trying to get that uh, apparently it's supposed to taste like tequila who the fuck knows but it has agave in it so i'm trying to try that i will do a live reaction of me trying cacti when i can fucking find it but it releases in five days So, if I have to get it online, I have to get it online. But I saw some fucking website that basically said that there was, like, a way to get it for, like, a pre-order that was, like, $25 for fucking shipping. And it was, like, $21 for the cacti. So, I was like, I'm not paying $25 for fucking shipping. I'll wait to fucking get it myself. But, anyway... been bumping the new drake it's fucking fire what's next is a fucking banger especially when i'm working out and shit and like drake doesn't miss man i really hope this new album comes out fairly soon i hope we get that. drake's obviously a crazy performer live and i was able to see him on the scorpion tour with amigos Migos. And Drake would probably be, like, one of my first concerts that I would try to see back. Like, if they're, like, allowing concerts. Obviously, some festivals and shit, like Rolling Loud, if they come back to New York next year. Or whenever they can. But, like, I'm really trying to get back to a concert, a game, go visit my friends, it's fucking something. I haven't linked up with anybody... Yeah, wow, so like I'm trying to get back to normal. And obviously a lot of people can feel like that right now. But I'm trying to fucking find a girlfriend this year, maybe. I'm trying to fucking find someone finally, like I'm getting fucking bored being by myself all the time though. Like it gets to be a lot. Like I'm just trying to fucking Find someone that I can fucking travel with Fucking go to concerts with Go to fucking games with Someone that's down to do Fun shit Explore the world And that's all that I'm fucking asking for Is that too much to fucking ask for I don't think so I haven't found someone cool in a while So If you know anyone Or if you listen to this Tell a friend, friend, hit me the fuck up. And uh, this has been an episode of One Stop Shop. Peace out.